Hello, hello, you're listening to the Leadership Woman podcast with me, Jill Savile. And today is the 25th of January, and I'm thinking about everybody out there who might be looking for a job right now. And how do we cope when things don't go the way we want them to? And it took me back to a time when I was looking for a job. So let me give you a little bit of background. I left school at 18 and went into a temporary job where my mum worked in the civil service. And for whatever reason, I arrived at the age of 40, and I was still in the civil service. Not in the same job, you'd be pleased to know, but uh, still in the civil service. And I'd reached my ceiling for various reasons. And even though I'd done a master's degree paid for by them and taken a a two-week development course for women... um, Still, nothing was happening, and at 40, they were offering money for people to leave, to use your public service thing, that um, for budgetary reasons, they want to get down to a certain headcount. And, and so I asked, how much would they pay me? It sounded enough, and, uh, and I left. And there I was on the 1st of April, thinking, well, okay, what do I do now? Because... In fact, I'd I'd never looked for a job. Having just gone in on somebody's recommendation at 18, I I had never looked for a job. And people told me that at 40, that was the wrong age to be looking at a job. Many people said that I was foolish to even consider that I could find something else and I should have stayed where it was safe. Um, And worse than that, worse than other people telling me, of course, my own inner voice was telling me, what on earth are you doing? You're being stupid. You're no good at interviews. Um, you're not an expert in anything. What do you think you're going to do? So I'm sure that many of you are familiar with these voices, you know, that we need to turn them into our best friend, not somebody that's going to kick us the same as other people are kicking us. But anyway, this is what it said. So I did what many people do. Um, I went for something that I considered easy. I went for jobs that were less money and that I I could do them quite easily. And of course, I didn't get them. I say of course because you've got people on the other end who are trying to assess whether you match that job. And they looked and they thought, "I, I didn't match I didn't match that job. Now, at the time, I was very upset. It, nobody likes to be rejected, particularly for something that they think they could do easily. For things that were at entry level. And uh, But when I look back, one of the roles was in a building society. And it was in the local town. And... What they wanted was somebody good at numbers, I relatively was, uh, with an eye for detail, which I certainly am not. (laughs) And uh, and thank goodness I didn't get that job. So what did I do? I started to think, 
to look at my fears, what what was I afraid of? One of the things was um, I thought I was no good at interviews, mainly because I'd kept going for promotion interviews and not got them. So I found a coach. I found somebody that was going to go through all of my skills and experience and and also look at how I could prepare for interviews. Now, that that really helped me build my confidence at the time. And then as luck would have it, I say luck, because it was the time that another public sector body was looking for people. It was Legal Aid Board as it was then. And I looked at the job and I thought, well, I, I Yes, I think I can do this. And and it needed two things, as, as well as skills and experience and everything else. It said, preferably somebody at degree level, and fortunately I'd just taken a master's to catch me up, and with an interest in legal work. And I'd done a, a, a legal course for a couple of years. So I had those two things. And I applied, and I got the job. And when I got the job, my salary was almost double what I'd been on. And the level that I was at was much higher than I'd been. Um, And as an aside, if they'd have booked what level that job was in the advert, I would never have gone for it because I would have ruled myself out thinking, ah, okay, no, I can't jump those levels. So I ended up with this job that was much better. And why am I telling you this? Because I look at the jobs that I didn't get, and I am so grateful. I am so grateful that they didn't take me. I wasn't suited for them. And my message to anybody out there is to make sure that you don't dumb yourself down and you apply for a job that's worthy of you. While I was preparing for this, it it reminded me of a story that's, again, in the Positive Intelligence book, uh, and it's the stallion story. Some of you will have heard it, but there's no harm to hear it again. An old farmer lives on his farm with his teenage son and he has a beautiful stallion that he lovingly cares for. The farmer enters his stallion into the annual country fair competition and his stallion wins first prize and the farmer's neighbours gather to congratulate him on this great win and he calmly says, who knows what is good and what is bad? Puzzled by this reaction, the neighbours go away. The next week, some thieves who'd heard about the stallion's increase in value steal the horse. And when the neighbours come to commiserate with the farmer, they find him again, very calm and gathered. And he says, who knows what is good and what is bad? Several days later, the spirited stallion escapes from the thieves and finds his way back to the farm, bringing with him a few wild mares he's befriended along the way. To his neighbours' excited rounds of congratulations, the farmer says once again, who knows what is good and what is bad? 
A few weeks later, the farmer's son is thrown off one of these new mares as he's trying to break it in. And his leg is fractured. As the neighbours gather to commiserate with the old farmer, he once again reminds them, who knows what is good and what is bad? The following week, the Imperial Army marches through the village, conscripting all eligible young men for the war. The old farmer's son is spared due to his fractured leg. The neighbours no longer bother to come to the old farmer to congratulate him because by now they know his response will be, who knows what is good and what is bad. Putting that in the context then of something that you're going through or that you've recently been through that you would have considered bad, how can you reframe that? Is there anything in your past where at the time it seemed that it was a bad thing, but looking back, actually it was a good thing or you learned from it? So if you're looking for a job, treat this time as a time of preparation. Prepare and build on all of your strengths and be ready for when the right opportunity comes. Because the worst thing is to get that job that you're really not suited for. Have a good week and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye.